0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. I'd like for us to look at the word apostasy today and the cause and effect of that. The Greek apostasia means defection, departure, revolt, or rebellion. In the biblical reference, it's a turning away from God a return to old sins for the purpose of pursuing our own desires. I really feel like if we all understood why people in the past have engaged in apostasy, it will help us to understand why people engage in apostasy or are falling away from the Lord today. So we're going to look at a few passages beginning in Jeremiah 8 5 through 12. For starters, we often fail to consider our actions. Jeremiah 8, 5-6 states, Why then is this people of Jerusalem slidden back by a perpetual backsliding? They hold fast deceit, they refuse to return. I hearkened and heard, but they spake not aright. No man repented him of his wickedness, saying, What have I done? Everyone turned to his course, as the horse rusheth into battle. We're going to have to learn to see the signs of apostasy if we don't want to fall prey to it. A weakened desire to attend services, a failure to pray as we once did. We need to be aware of how often we pick up our Bibles to study, I mean really deeply study God's Word, for that's gonna be our best encouragement. Do we find ourselves counseling with worldly friends or searching the scriptures for advice? Are our friends being chosen from the world rather than from our sisters and brethren we worship with? Many of these are indicators that there is an internal problem with our spirit, a digression of faith. Sometimes it's simply a discouragement or an illness maybe, but recognizing the signs of falling back from the services to God is going to enable us to try to get back on that straight and narrow path that will help us overcome these issues we're going to have to be cognizant of our need. If we cling to deceiving ourselves and not recognizing that we are slipping away, or if we want to argue, well, what have I done wrong? Or we refuse to hear, we're on a very slippery slope. It's hard to admit we're doing wrong. I know, believe me. But in the end, notice the rapid decline of the backslider is said to be like one who turns to his own course, like a horse rushing into battle. That's a really scary picture. It's like we're heading head straight into destruction. If we ever find ourselves there, I pray we have the strength to turn around and return to our first love. And if we ever see another declining, going down that wrong pathway, may each of us intervene and try to help that one return to the fold. Another reason we fall away is because we fail to use common sense. We exercise it in other areas of our lives. Galatians 6, 7-8 through 8 comes to mind. Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap everlasting life. We've heard these passages over and over. Even in old wives' tales, we hear people refer to the concept of reaping what we sow. Anyone who's ever planted anything—vegetables, trees, flowers—they understand this. Even our little children do. We cannot live like a heathen and die like a child of God. We're only going to fool ourselves, because deep down inside, even some of the vilest people who ever lived even know and understand that evil deeds will result in consequences that we don't want to endure. The love of money may drag us down the wrong path if we decide to take on jobs that will remove us from rearing our children and caring for our homes simply because we want more and better things of the world, material positions, possessions, or a position that makes us feel important, ladies. We better be very careful that it's not that which will be to the neglect of the home. Paul tells us, For the love of money is the root of all evil, which, while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. 1 Timothy 6.10 Verse 9 also says, But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. Let me get this straight. I'm not saying that women cannot work outside of the home. I understand that sometimes it takes a dual income to keep a family afloat. But do your best, ladies, to make sure that it doesn't become such a necessity to have that income dedicated to that which is desired rather than that which is needful. Our children's and husbands are worth far more than a nicer car or a bigger, finer house. A fine house that is not a home can be a very lonely place to live. One might look outward rather than inward and find themselves on a treacherous pathway. Carelessness with the scriptures is another problem. And this is an easy trap to fall into with all the various versions available for us today. We're always looking for that easiest one to understand. And sometimes we're willing to sacrifice accuracy for simplicity. This can be very dangerous, especially for new converts. There are so many versions on the market that actually teach falsehoods that it is mind-boggling. It seems like the more they come out with, the weaker they are. This is an area we need to be really careful with and resign ourselves to the fact that we're, we're just going to have to study. There aren't always that many accurate versions out there, so we better be very careful the one we choose. Of course, another problem is similar to our first point. Bibles are plentiful. Most homes have one or more, but they do have to be opened. And we're going to have to find the best way for us individually to study. Each person will need to find the way that works best for them. Pick up the book and try different ways of study. Deviate from time to time and maybe do topical studies, and then try book by book studies. All of study in God's Word is going to be profitable. Finally, remember, a callousness to sin will definitely take us down that pathway toward apostasy. We cannot afford to become apathetic or callous toward sin, and it can happen so easily. Just as we look backward into Noah's day, and that of Abraham trying to just find ten righteous souls in Sodom and Gomorrah, it's no better or worse today. Sin has always been with us since the Garden of Eden, and will always be with us. We're just going to have to fortify ourselves with the Word of God and stand strong against sin and firm for God and His Word. We cannot be accepting of sin. But we must teach others in a firm but loving manner and a love for their soul. Ladies, I pray that we will all be praying for one another and studying and fortifying ourselves with the Word of God as we fight the good fight against sin and keep ourselves from apostasy. The Lord needs us in this battle for our homes, for our families, for the church, and for lost souls. I am so thankful for each and every one of you that have remained faithful daughters, and I bid you Godspeed. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program.